With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Out loud. Kind of dumping out everything that's holding you back. And in the process, what we try to do is nurture and heal that particular wound while they're here. We really wanted this to be a transformative experience for people. Not just a drying out place or a place where they go and check off a box. We truly wanted this to be an opportunity for everyone to take a pause in their life and figure out what they need to do to go live their purpose. So we're very passionate about folks finding purpose and meaning to why they exist and finding ways to utilize that purpose and meaning for them to go on and actually have a more successful and happier life. Gather round, gather round, gather round, clowns. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, baby. Look behind me. That's D-Town right there, Anika. Yes. Isn't that pretty? What a pretty sunset it. here right behind us. It's right really, behind us is just a I can solid, feel the sun. solid pane of glass right behind <laughs> us. And we have got this incredible studio that overlooks the downtown Dallas skyline. What a beautiful sunset. Sunlight of the spirit is on us, the Michael. The sunlight of spirit is on yes. us. My name is Michael Moulton. I'll be your host this evening. My guest tonight is the one, the only, Miss Anika Cooper, owner, founder of Simply Grace. Yes. And uh, with Healing Springs. We just opened up with that incredible that commercial a, yeah. of, of, of Healing Springs. But we'll get right back to Anika here in just a second. I want to get us all logged in. Hey, I need every one of y'all right yes. here, right here on this phone. It is time to hit that share button. Y'all know what to do. I got to turn my volume down first, okay? Because Carter told the whole studio to make sure their volume is turned down, and mine was still up. So that is my fault. Welcome uh, to the show, everyone. Whoo, what a day. It's Satan a good busy. day. We have busy. been busy. You and I have been trying to do this show. This is our third time, and we finally third, got it. Yes. We finally hey, got ma- it. Even my car wouldn't start. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something real quick. Before the show started, we get here. Um, and, and thank you so much for coming to, on the show. I texted Anika last night. I said, Anika, listen, will you please come on the show? we got to make this happen because I know we, you, you have such a great message to share. And so you said, no problem. I want to bring Zoe. we got Zoe here in the studio. We may have a Zoe appearance. There might be a Zoe there sighting. There might, if you Mi- stay around and watch. That's right, in the fourth segment. But, yes. So we were... Um, um, today, we, Carter Sea Dog. By the way, this show is produced by the great Sea Dog. Hey, what's up, Sea Dog? 
Not much, not much. Are you now? Are you ready? Your mom's coming home today. She is. You have been batching it for what a week? Yeah, babysitting. You have. I'm <laughs> super, super. He's like, look, that's not batching. That's babysitting. Yeah. Super proud of you. But actually, Car- kid. Carter came over today at about, uh, you know, around three o'clock, and he's. We've been working at the home studio at, at Studio B. If everybody remembers where Studio B is, and putting all that together, computer, and just getting ready for. The, uh, the future, the future of M2 The Rock. But Anika uh, texts me. She goes, you're not going to believe this. My car won't start, all right? Yeah. Well, Anika, let me give you some good news. We get all the way here, and I forgot, like, the main what There you go. Share this out. Look at that. Share, Share that out. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Carter. But I That's forgot amazing. the main wire from the camera uh, to the computer. I forgot it, so oh my I God. boogied home. Got it, and you texted me, so that's why I was like so calm and cool because I was having my satanic moment too. So, tell me, uh, he does not want us to get this Satan message. Satan does out. not want us to bring the message uh, to it, but we're doing it. We're doing it. So, uh, two or more join. Welcome to the show. If you're just joining us for the very first time, Anika, if your friends are watching us for the very first time, if if there's new followers, they're like, man, what is going on here? Man, this is this is legit. Who what are they talking about? Let me tell you what we talk about. All right, we talk about drug addiction. Okay. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna hang around for a second. Okay, ready? We talk about alcoholism. Ooh. Is alcohol a drug? Yeah, absolutely. So so let me ask you, I asked Rachel this the other day. I'm going out of town all next week. I'm going mm-hmm. to Sturgis, South Dakota. If I leave the state of Texas, can I drink? Uh probably not because uh you will be there with you drinking and your conscience follows you everywhere. Oh. I know, I know. I thought that maybe if I tried something, if I used a different drug or used a different type of alcohol, that I would be okay. I'd be safe. So the zip code rule doesn't affect. Like oh, I can't, yeah, no. I can't like leave the state and drink and then come back home and go. Okay, I'm still sober in the state of Texas. Right. But outside the state of Texas, I got a new sobriety day. <laughs> right. I used to think like that. God. Remember that? Thank God for freedom. Oh my God, I used to do that all the time. So um, anyway, so it's been a, a great day, and this show is brought to you by DFW. Coin and jewelry, Kristen Oyster. Man, he, he is, is always the real deal. He is that... so like genuine heart. Like you see places that are successful and you see places that have amazing stuff, but he is like a amazing he donated a watch to Simply Grace um fashion show. Yes. And we made over forty five hundred dollars on just that watch alone. Like such a blessing. So many women are getting and help. coins. He he I mean he you know, Oh yeah the coins coins and, yep. and the auction. So I, I, I And at the um Recovery's Got Talent gave seven hundred dollars so that women at Nexus could come and have a good time. He basically bought a ticket for every female at Nexus Recovery, Recovery to attend mm-hmm. Recovery's Got Talent. Kristen Oyster, DFW Coin and Jewelry. Uh, when we get done, go to the comments. He's a buyer. He's he's like going, man, I want to buy jewelry. I need to buy jewelry. He buys coins. Uh, I love going to his office and seeing all the cool stuff. Yes, he does sell, but he's a buyer. So check him out. DFW Coin and Jewelry, an incredible sponsor of the show. He's so giving. He has been so great to Simply Grace. Oh, my God. Uh, and, uh, and everybody uh, in, in recovery. Thank you so much. Uh, Gangway Advertising, thank you so much. Cynthia and Randy Smoot. 
for what they do for uh, M2 The Rock and, and what they volunteer and do to help to get the message out there. To, I had Rachel and I had lunch with uh, Randy and Cynthia on Sunday. We had brunch. Yeah. And it was funny because um, I get a call from Randy at 9 in the morning, and we'd been out at a concert all that previous night. Rachel was on concert. And, I mean, we were exhausted. And, um, and when Cynthia Smoot calls, Man, we show up, baby. So we showed up at the Lazy Dog. We had a great time. I love and that. Had a great time. So they're good. We Very pre- talented. Yes, appreciate y'all. Uh, some announcements. And you know what? I didn't realize that you are going to be a part of this too. The first annual recovery night for the Dallas Wings. Oh yes. So yes. the Dallas Wings. I actually am talking to Jordan Bacchus, um on Monday. We've been missing each other, but yes, she's. Man, you talk about somebody with passion. She has a passion to help. Um, people in recovery and it's amazing to see people that have their own story and they come into their purpose and she has found her purpose she knows what she wants she knows how she wants to get it done and she's putting the footwork in to get it done so kudos Jordan thank you for all that you're doing in recovery night the first annual August 14th we will have the link also in the comments recovery night Jordan Backus she's been showing up at every time Rachel's performed boom there she is she's front and center so she's she's the real deal. She is. The real she deal. Is. So y'all want to check very that. Very rare these days. Check that out. And we've got a new announcement that we're going to start teasing on November 2nd. Music for the Mind. Uh, it's going to be, um, it's for the Collin County Substance Abuse, um, S-U-P-C-C-A. I just got it. So y'all have to bear with me. We came racing in. There, look at Carter. Carter, you are so good. Thank you me. are so good. I want everybody to hashtag C-Dog right now. <laughs> you just saved me right there. Look at that flyer. You like that, Anika? It's right it's behind amazing. you. See, it's right behind you, Anika. Yeah, he, he was trying to put it in front of me earlier and <laughs> cover my whole face. It just kind of happened. Yeah, and so, then just Michael was going to be on the show. So there is the flyer. It's right going to be here, on. Look. That's right. On November 2nd. You know, the, weather, right the weathermen there. do it. The upper level upper. pressure comes down like this. <laughs> on November 2nd, um, it is going to be uh, the Maylee Thomas Band, uh, the special edition band, local uh, corporate band here in Dallas. Really good. And yours truly, Rachel Stacy's full band. Rachel Stacy's full band will be there. Justin Alverson, lead her. guitar. And um, so Rachel Stacy's full band will be performing at this in November. So we've got to, it's busy coming up because September's National Recovery Month. Yes. Big Texas Rally. Uh, yeah, Simply Grace will be in the house there. Yes, so Simply Grace is everywhere. So everyone, we appreciate everything that uh, that you're doing. So Anika Cooper uh, in studio today. We got a lot of cool things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about for the newcomer who is Anika Cooper. We're going to who is Anika. We're going to talk about Simply Grace. Great, great uh, organization. Um, we're going to talk about Healing Springs. Healing Springs Inpatient Treatment Center, uh, just north of us, up in Tioga, Texas, the home of Gene Autry. That's where Randy Travis lives, and it's really? very special. Yeah, Randy Travis lives up there, and uh, motocross country. That's where we used to race motocross or practice motocross up there. It's all the did sand. Did you do motocross? My son, I did do motocross when I was a kid, but my oh, son my was really good at did motocross. Did you play sports? Don't she? I look like an athlete, don't I? Please tell me. Yes, I did. yes. I can't say that around you because you just breed athletes. <laughs> you breed athletes. In fact, Dallas Wings, I am the agent of Zoe. You have to go through me to get to Zoe. The Dallas Wings, if you want to sign Zoe, you have to come right here. I got this. Michael Bolton, M2 The Rock. Carter, let's get me out of here, man. Let's get out of this segment of all this advertising because when we come back, we're going to get into some solutions on drug addiction, alcoholism, 
hurts, habits, and hangups. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, with Anika Cooper. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. My name is Imani McGee Stafford, Center for the Dallas Wings. And I'm Jordan Backus, Account Executive for the Wings. We both know from experience how important recovery is from mental or substance abuse disorder. So on August 14th at 7 p.m., the Dallas Wings is hosting the first annual recovery night game at the College Park Center to celebrate recovery. Mental and substance use disorders can affect anyone, including people in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area. Over 400,000 persons aged 12 or older have a mental or substance abuse disorder. Our community must remain vigilant and dedicated to the recovery process by helping people address these preventable and treatable conditions and support individuals in recovery as well as their family. Because, because together, together, we, we are, are stronger. stronger. Welcome back, welcome back. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, baby. D-Town, I got my girl, Anika Cooper, in the house. In studio guest, Zoe Koloe. She's over here playing a video game, and uh, we're going to get her the Dallas Wing game. Hey, special shout-out, uh, Jana Janison. She's watching right now. And Hi, Jana. so um, we just put your little flyer up there, Jana. We just got it out there, so we're just tickling out there. We're going to start promoting uh, the November uh, 2nd event, or is it November 2nd event? Free yeah. Event. And so we're going to do that. So, Anika, welcome to the show. And um, it's been a long time. Uh, yeah, that we've actually, that hasn't been a long time since we tried. It's just been a long time since anybody's heard us talk. Who's Anika Cooper, real quick? I am first a mother, a child of God. I am also the founder and um, executive director at Simply Grace, which is a um, sober living. It's a affordable sober living for women in the Dallas-Fort Worth um, area, Kaufman, that uh, we provide a rich curriculum for women um, getting out of treatment. They, go, they need somewhere to go to kind of reintegrate back into society. We... Um, have been around for nine years. We're a nonprofit. We're 501c3. The, the program fees that the women actually pay at Simply Grace don't cover the cost of our operations. So with um, outside funding like grants and events and stuff, we um, raise the money to kind of um, cover the, the balance and, and keep the, the program running. Like this month for, recover, or for September Recovery Month, we're taking all the women to... Um, a place called Gus's uh, Marina, Uncle Gus's Marina and Lake Whitney for a weekend of camping and fun, getting on the boat, oh, showing them how awesome. to have fun. Yeah. So we couldn't do that if we didn't have, you know, money coming in from outside sources. So we're super grateful um, to be able to do stuff for the women. But Simply Grace is really an affordable program that God gave me about nine years ago. And actually, I want to... Um, I don't want to get emotional, but today is my grandmother's birthday, Lily and Grace. I saw the post today on social media. She was the um, the inspiration behind Simply Grace. Her unconditional love and grace was um, what kept me alive, and it's what it's the it's where I went um, whenever I was right before I went into treatment. Well, let's um, talk about that real quick. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your personal story. Um, okay, you know, we, we've done this before. We got a whole new listeners now and followers. Let's let's hear just what was it like in, in your story. So my, I am an addict. Um, I, growing up, I kind of had two different households. I had my, my um, well, three, my grandparents, my mom, and my dad. And, um, you know, I thought I lived a pretty normal life. I mean, there were some things going on at home, but I got into high school, was, you know, I, I, I was able to get along with people. I knew how to smooth. I knew how to, to make, relate, you know, have relationships, make friendships. And then I found alcohol 
and it changed my life. Um, I felt like a superwoman. I felt, you know, like I could, I, I didn't feel that crawling yeah. in my skin anymore. Like Something that, happened. Something happened. I didn't feel that uncomfortable anxiety of being around people and not feeling enough, you know. So anyways, went through high school, graduated. My disease progressed rapidly throughout high school. Um, barely graduated after high school. I got into further, you know, got into uh, a little, not a little, harder um, drugs. Ended up going to my grandmother's house for some refuge, just, you know, because I just wanted a few minutes to relax for a minute, take a shower, and then go back to my people, um, which actually my people had told me uh, that you, even my, my drug dealer was like, you can't, I'm not giving you anymore. Right. Because I had just passed out. So, you at, know you're a drug addict when your drug dealer cuts would you not. Off. <laughs> he was like, "I'm sorry, I I can't," because I had just passed out and I woke up on my birthday. I've been uh, next week will be 24 years. My girl. Yeah, 24 awesome. years. 24 years of consecutive sobriety uh, for Nika Cooper. Next week. That's next week. Awesome. It'll also be my 40. God, am I going to be 42 or 43? 43. 43 years Wait. young. 2019, 17. Live yeah, on social media, Anika Cooper is saying her age 43. 43. You look great. That's babe. okay. Um, and so that, which kind of leads to the topic that we're going to have tonight is um, my mom. I ca- my mom called me and said, "Hey, because I had gone to my grandmother's just for a few days of, of rest. I weighed 85 pounds. I went uh, call. My mom called and said, "Hey, me and your stepdad want to take you to dinner and out to uh, shopping for your birthday." They knew they couldn't get me any other way but to buy me because I was bought my like that's how that's how I thought love what what love meant was buying or whatever, um, and so I was like okay sure so we went to eat on this place over off of Ferguson and Thirty oh, wow. to eat a Mexican restaurant yeah. over there on Ferguson and Thirty and then you know I was out of it and we made it to this big field in this big building and I was we started driving into the driveway the long driveway. Um, and it was right over there off Samuel and 30, and people that know what that is, I was like, wait, this is not a mall. We had dr- driven up to a psychiatric hospital uh, detox center, and I tried to jump out of the car. Um, I did not believe that the drugs and alcohol was the problem. I believed that I had just done a little too much at that time because of other people, what they had done to me. Um, and so I ended up Going into treatment, telling my mom I hated her, and um, she said, I'd rather you hate me than to watch you die. And I ended up staying there for seven days. I did not want to go there. I told, I never said I wanted help. Does anyone ever just want to go to treatment? You know, I mean, some I, people I, I, some feel people like do. they need I know to they, be ready. Right. But I mean, as far as really deep, there's yeah. a fear. It's not like I want to go play golf. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, go, wanting to go to treatment, it is, it is a different feeling and mm-hmm. it, it can be different. So, yeah. Yeah. So I went to treatment, stayed in detox for seven days. They released me because my insurance would only cover that much. And after that, I just was not ready mm-hmm. to go back into because I was going back with boyfriend. Boyfriend has always been. Whatever a boyfriend, part of your story. boyfriend has been a part of my story sober yeah. for the last 24 years as well. Um, I brought boyfriend into recovery, actually, and now he's been sober for quite a while, but not 24 years. Anyways, um, so during that time, I ended up going to IOP after my seven days of detox, and they told me to go into this house, the sober living house, which was Oxford at the time. Hmm. Uh, it's still Oxford, but the one that I went to is over right. So I have a lot of things that I, you know... Like it was like two miles from my drug, you know, the house that I did all the drugs in, mm-hmm. that my drug dealer and I lived in. 
it was two miles. So when people are like, I've got to get my kid far, far away, or I've got to be far, far away from my environment, I actually live two miles away. Um, I believed that I believe that the community of women that I was surrounded with and the things that we were made to do, like going to meetings, working with a sponsor, um, getting involved in H&I, all of these things that I did. And what is H&I? H&I is um, me taking, you know, after I've been given the gift of recovery, it's real important to go to those. Because when I was in detox, people from um, 12-step meetings were coming to the mm. um we're coming to the detox centers and to the treatment centers and talking about their experience, strength, and hope. So, H and I, you're taking the message to hospitals and institutions. Institutions, yes. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So, learning how to do that, even though I was 19 years old, I be, I kind of just followed these women around. They were all in their 30s and 40s. I was 19 years old. I had just had an abortion, but when I walked in, they told me, and I cried about my abortion. I was like, Oh my God, I'm the worst human being ever. They were like, Yeah, we had a, we we had abortions too. And it's okay. And they were clean. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. So this is interesting. So you were full of shame. Oh, tons so much of shame. shame. To make the shame go away, our solution were chemicals. Oh, absolutely. That, that we thought that would make it go away. And yeah. then you get surrounded by a bunch of women mm-hmm. who say, I had an abortion too, and these are the tools that I did for yeah, God. Yeah, and they to just loved on me. They, they taught you how to love yourself. Yes, they loved them. They took me to, and back then, they had dances all the time yeah. in the fellowship. There were all kinds of community things. And I think more than anything, Michael, when people ask me about what Simply Grace is, when I started out, I just wanted one little house. But what it has become and what I want to do in other states is create a community of women who know like, oh, she's been through, like, it's something about a community of women supporting each other. Like, the friendships that have been made through Simply Grace are more powerful than anything I could have ever created. This is absolutely God's gift to, mm. to the community. Yeah. And that's what I want to create in different states wherever it's needed. Um, Let me ask you something. As we wrap up this segment, we, when you went to treatment, mm-hmm. you're telling your story. This is Anika Cooper, owner and founder of Simply Grace Sober Living Houses for Females, Female Sober Living Houses. Um, when you went to treatment, your mom took you there. Yes, okay? this is this it is was a yes. seven day treatment. The day that she took you to treatment was that the last day you've had a drink or drug? That was the last day. And see, that's what I, there's a lot of stories like that that are we call them one chip wonders. You know, yeah. it's the first time they come in and they stay sober. Let me ask you something because this is I can't relate to that. Obviously, you know my story. Right. I cannot right. relate to that. So, what happened for the listener and the viewer out there? When what happened where that mental obsession was removed and you said, you know what, I'm going to go live a new way of life. How, if you look back at that, what happened? Uh, after I went after I was in well, while I was in treatment for seven days, I did not believe I was addicted until I started having physical like I wanted to leave so that I could go get high again. I started smelling my drug of choice. I started feeling like I, I had to go do it. I would listen to a song. I remember people coming in and, and everybody in there was talking about they were 40 and 50 years old doing this for the 11th, 12th time of being in treatment. And something happened and I did not believe in God or I didn't know God when I came right. in here. I didn't think that you have a relationship, but I knew something happened um, because whenever I got out and I started just taking one step in front of the other and just doing what other people did. A lot of times, Michael, I tell people, I can't tell you what I know now what pushed me and kind of like nudged me in the right direction. It was one moment at a time. Someone 
meeting me at the IOP and smiling and saying, you can do this. It was the therapist that said, you need to go to Oxford. You are not ready to go out on your own. It was those little moments that carried me through to get to the meeting. It was the the women who brought me to the meetings every day in and day out until I knew that this is what I wanted because I did not are, know. These meetings are support group meetings. Yeah. And why do these meetings help you so much? Because you're you're talking to people. You're in a community of people in a network of people that understand and you feel connection. They are, there is so much stu- research done about connection and addiction. Mm-hmm. And the opposite of connection is it or an option of addiction is connection the opposite of connection is addiction it's the exact same you know and so I believe that and then because people kept I just kept staying around and doing the next right thing and like I mean I did I did so many things that should have led me back out but I did one thing every day and that was stay honest Mm. I told people every time I was going to do something I told people when I was doing the wrong thing when I was lying when I was cheating when I was stealing all of those things I told people every single time until I got to a place where I was at a meeting and someone said, whenever you have enough pain, when enough is enough, I dare you to get on your knees in a bathroom alone when the pain has become great enough and talk to whoever you believe, this higher power, and say, help me. So I will never forget, boyfriend had cheated on me again. I was on the floor in a ball, wanted to die, was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Um... I went in the back. I remembered what someone had said at one of those meetings, mm. those support meetings. Here we go. Because they understood that that time was going to come for me because they had already been there. So I remembered that still small voice that I didn't believe in said, go get on your knees and pray. And I said, I don't know who's out there, what's out there, if you're going to help me, if you're not going to help me. But if you're there, please help me right now because I need help. And from that day on, I believe the obsession, the obsession had been lifted in, in the detox, to be honest with you. Well, maybe a few weeks after that, to be honest, during the IOP. But I'll tell you what, I knew, I have felt the hand of God on me since that day. But I had a lot more work to do. I had four step to do. I had some cleaning out to right. do. I had some um, amends to make. I had an amends. I have some women in my life that, that have been through my program that keep relapsing over and over and over because they don't make the men's. Mm. They leave out amends. They don't make... And what's the number one offender, Anika? Resentment. Yeah. Resentment. Resentment hey, I is feel huge. Led, Carter, hang in there with me, okay? Yeah. Um, I feel really led to ask you this question right now. Okay. okay? Because I see some, very, very, some, some, some dear friends of mine um, that have been watching the show for a long time. Okay. Um, what advice or suggestions do you have for the codependent that their family member, their son or daughter, is being released from treatment today? Okay? Mm-hmm. And they're excited. Their, their son, their daughter is being released from treatment today. They're going into a sober living environment. Okay. What suggestions do you have for that parent? that loved one what do they need to do because i can only imagine the anxiety when you let him too out of treatment and i'm in the free world yeah you know for the first time yeah what what, what suggestions do you have for those people first thing i can if i can beg any of you parents please make sure that they get from door to door from your from the treatment center that they're leaving to the sober living home that they have they have done the discharge planner has done the work the discharge planner at this treatment center hopefully has done their research and knows that this is a good Make sure they get there. Do not go pick them up. 
Do not, like it says on Monopoly, do not stop and collect $200. Do not let them talk you into going to pick up clothes, to go to eat at this certain place, or to go to their old apartment, or do any, go pick up the car. They don't need it right now. They do not need it right now. Get from door to door. If that's where they're going is to sober living. This is good. Get to a meeting, an Al-Anon meeting. Um, the best thing that I've so heard to, for the codependent, for the mom, yeah. I want y'all to hear this for the mom, husband, wife the, on the other side of the attic. Yes. Okay. Get to an Al Anon support group meeting and surround yourself with the Terry Bentley Hills. Surround yourself with the with the with other people who have been doing this a long time. It's your own support group. Yes. Okay. So you'll go in there and you'll sit down and you'll literally sit here and say, Hey, I'm Michael. Uh, I'm a codependent, and I am. I'm. I'm nervous. Yeah. My son just got out of treatment today. He's in a sober living house. What do I do? Do I call him? Do I go see him? I'm anxious. I can't sleep. I mean, what? I, I can only imagine. There's what the, so what the many. Loved one. If I can say anything, go get. If the the family needs as much therapy as the recovering person. Um, we have had so many women come through our program. They're on the right track. They're doing the right thing. And they get that little itch, right? That itch of, oh, it wasn't so bad. You know, the, the, it starts talking. The, it wasn't so bad. They haven't completely bought into the, to the um, fellowship yet and into the, the new way of life. And families, and they call their family. And sure mm-hmm. enough, their family's like, you can come home. Because yeah. you don't want to see your kid in pain. Please get help to know that that is not saving your kid's life that it could, pos- it could potentially harm them in the long run. And what it is is your disease becomes active. The codependence disease is active trying to help and fix. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like we talked about on this is that you didn't cause this disease. Uh, you can't cure this disease. You can't control this disease. And as Rachel has said numerous times on this show, we can contribute to the disease. Oh, and absolutely. And I love that fourth C, what she talked about. And I really love what you just shared there, the detail from treatment Please. to the sober house, no stopping and collecting $200 at go, get straight to the sober house and get wrapped around people in recovery. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock with Anika Cooper. When we come right back, we're going to talk about a topic that Anika has been wanting to talk to us about on the show for a long time. That's right. We'll be be right back. I'm Terry Bentley Hill, a criminal defense attorney in Dallas, Texas. Some of you all might recognize me as Michael Moulton's official criminal defense attorney. Tune in weekdays to hear M2 The Rock talk about his experience, strength, and hope. His story is unbelievable. It will never bore you. You will be quite entertained. Welcome back. Welcome back. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, D-Town, baby. Uh, the 214, where we talk about drug addiction. We talk about alcoholism. Anika, we also talk about hurts, habits, and hangouts. Hang we up. also talk about suicide prevention, suicide awareness. Tomorrow, in studio, right here. Look at that chair. Look at that. I'm hanging from the rafters. <laughs> there we go. Same as you've always done. <laughs> there we go. Share this, dude, baby. <laughs> uh, push those hearts and uh, share this out. Good stuff, Carter. Uh, Terry Bentley Hill, our girl. God, I we'll, love her. Oh, I love her. We, she I love will, you, Terry. I love you, too, Terry. She'll be here I, tomorrow? Yes, yeah, she'll be here tomorrow uh. Uh, night in studio. Uh, Terry Bentley Hill and I will be speaking at the Care Breakfast. Uh, I'm Keith, so excited. That is, uh, tell us about the Care Breakfast. That's a big deal. It's a huge event. Care is an amazing um, organization that literally just helps get people 
um, really adolescents into treatment and everyone really Mm -hmm. that need, they get the family. What we were talking about earlier is getting the help. They will help you connect you to therapists, help connect you to treatment centers, help connect you to the right places that, that they know are, um, you know, have integrity and have um, good programming. They will help connect you to that. It's an amazing organization. I tell you, and this is going to, I don't care how this sounds. Okay. I'm just going to say it because I just feel it. Terry and I make a really good team, speaking team. I mean, you got the, you got the attorney, uh, you got the widow. She's lost a daughter to suicide. She's lost a husband to suicide as a result of alcoholism. She is the the number one defense criminal attorney in the state. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Amazing. Then she's on a show with a four time felon. 27 mug shots, and here we are doing and a show loves you together. to pieces. And, oh, we just love each other. That's and when spirit, you know, it's spiritual. It's so cool. It's just spiritual. so cool how we uh, we work together. We do a lot of gigs together, uh, speaking, and so I'm so excited to see her tomorrow night. She's been traveling on her summer schedule. So uh, Terry Bentley Hill uh, in studio tomorrow night. Real quick, Anika, let me give you a program note since you asked, okay? okay. Next week, okay, I will be out of town. All week next week. I am going to Sturgis, South Dakota with the great Rachel Stacy. She's touring uh, Motorcycle Rally Bike Week, and then we're going to tour back home. She's got an event in um, Oklahoma. But we will be coming to you live, live from Sturgis because they have a huge recovery community at the Motorcycle Bike Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. So we'll be out next week, but we'll still be coming to you live. It just won't be from the studio. All right. Back to the show. Anika, great stuff. So just to recap, we were talking. uh, You gave a great suggestion being an owner and qualified person of a sober living house uh, to the loved ones. Okay, my daughter is is or my son is getting out of treatment today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn him over to his sober living house. What do I need to do today? I'm going to make this real simple. Go to Al-Anon. That's yeah. simple. Alanon.org. Uh, Bradley Bagwell, I see you in there. If you'll put the link in the comments, please, to uh, AA.org. Okay? It is, that's public. It's, it's on the World Wide Web. We don't represent any group. But go to AA.org, and they have all the links to Alanon for codependency and all of that. Please yeah. attend those meetings because when the sick person, the addict, is getting well, and the codependent is not working a program, it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. And two things are going to happen. Either someone's going to relapse or they're going to disengage. And they're going to start setting up boundaries. Yeah. You know, a healthy addict will start setting up boundaries. But when you all work together, he, he or she is working the program with their sponsor. You're working the program with your sponsor. Oh, my God. God's moving. And all the people that the two sides get to help. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Yep. So, all right, what did you want to talk about today? So, I guess it was a f- couple months ago I called you. I called Michael because there is a topic that I hear a lot in this industry, um, and that is, do I take my loved one to treatment? Or I don't, I'm not going to take my loved one to treatment yet because they're not ready. Mm. Let me tell you something. If you hear anything from my story, I was not ready. Right. I did not mention one time that I had a problem. I fought them the entire way. I threw a temper tantrum. Now, does this work for everybody? No. But it is in my heart to tell whoever is listening and to tell whoever um, hears this at some point, don't wait for them to want it. Do not wait for someone to say, you know what, I need help. Because I did not. 
And had it not been for my mom and my stepdad stepping in, in despite of what I wanted, I would not be here today and I would not have Simply Grace. I would not have my beautiful children. Um, I wouldn't be alive. I'd still be on that hamster wheel because that's what it was for me. It was a yeah. hamster wheel. Um, and so I just really wanted to talk about and get your feedback on pe- a lot of people say, you know what, they're just not ready. Now, I understand. I'm not saying that if you have just like gone over and, uh, and tried to help somebody that you don't at some point mm-hmm. you know, say, you know what, I'm going to let you do what you need to do. But if you have an opportunity to help somebody and get them your loved one in treatment immediately, um, interventions, there's so many yeah. interventionists. Yeah. Um, I did not, they just, my mom, my mom isn't in her, in her mind. She intervened. And so I just really felt it on my heart that people needed to understand that we don't all need to have to want to go to treatment in order for someone to put us in there, you know? Well, so I guess my question back, so here we go. First of all, we're dealing with myself. I'm, I'm going back in time when I was in my disease, okay? Right. Number one is I have a disease of the mind, uh, and my mind is trying to create solutions to fix my sick mind. Right. So I have a sick mind trying to fix a sick mind. And now body. someone's coming in trying to provide suggestions to me, and, you know, how do we do that, okay? Yeah. Um, here, here's my suggestion on this. Yes, treatment is valuable, and we're going to get into Healing Springs here in a second because you also represent Healing yes, Springs. Yes, I do. And, and they have tools for that. Um, intervention, number one, is, is paramount, okay? Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. This is my personal opinion. If you are not an alcoholic or a drug addict in recovery, you're going to have a real hard time getting that loved one into treatment. Right. You know, and so my suggestion is, and I've done this before, Nika, I've done shows on ESPN radio. What do you mean? Hold on, go back. So if somebody is not an alcoholic or or addict, it's hard to get them, it's hard to say that again? So if my mom or dad said, we're going to take you to treatment, I'd say, "Uh, no, you're not. Uh Okay. Because, because. They're not one of us, all right? right? And so I can't relate to them because I, my ego and pride is so high because I don't want to admit that I'm sick. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. And I'm going to say, why do you want me to go to treatment, okay? And when they talk to me, they're going to simply say this, you drink too much. You drink too much and you do too many drugs. All I hear them telling me is I'm a bad person. Right. That's I, all I, would I hear. Say, I would say that there's a lot to this, like, I'm not saying just go throw them in treatment. I'm saying don't wait. Make phone calls now to find out That's how was, to get the help. There you go. That's what I was going to go to. So the solution is my suggestion yeah. is this, okay, is fine. Let's, let's just role play this. Let's say, Anika, you are tore up. Yeah. You're in the midst of the disease. Uh, not, if this is the first time that you have been approached. We think you have a problem. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do, suggest. I would go find a lady that's in recovery, in long-term recovery, and introduce her to you. And let her tell her story to you, share her experience, strength, and hope to you, and that that you can sit there and listen to her. Because here's what we're trying to get the addict and alcoholic in denial to do. Are y'all ready? This is what we want them to do. Ready? That's what we want them to do. Yeah. That's when the alcoholic and drug addict hears you. They start doing this. But let's be realistic. I mean, let's have a conversation about this because the person, the parent that is not an addict or alcoholic, 
has no idea how to get in touch with somebody in long-term recovery, right? So let's 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 I help them even morning. let's help them even get to the point where they can reach out to someone like Care, reach out to the um, to the substance abuse, the Collin County substance abuse, um, the substance abuse, so that they can the substance abuse play these places that are created for this to help families can get them pointed in the right direction or tell them where a meeting is or connect them with somebody that can help them get to that place versus like them finding a meeting. They're not going to have any idea how to do that. Here's the thing is every human being that I have come across with knows an addict. I have I've never met anyone. Yeah. Have so you, yeah, it goes have back you, to being honest. Yeah. Have you ever met a human being out there that says, I have never met an alcoholic or a drug addict in my life. It, it, it's not out there. Yeah. It goes the other way, too. You know what? I know someone that has someone that's in recovery. I hear it all yeah. the time. But uh, I think the biggest thing is have being will, having the um, courage to talk about it. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be like, because everybody's going through something. Somebody's family member has yes. struggled with it. So being transparent and talking about it to anybody, like talk about it, find out what's going on. Um, so, because if you don't tell somebody, they won't know who, how to help you or who to tell. And if you're struggling right now with this disease, okay? And, and so, and I'm just going off my per. I never had the courage or the strength to sit there to my loved ones as a kid saying, I don't know why I'm drinking and doing drugs. I don't know why I'm doing this because I was scared. Because well, you would say I can stop anytime right. I want. I was yeah. scared of what they would say because I would always hear, well, "Why don't you know?" Oh, I, I don't. I don't know why I'm yeah. doing the things that I'm doing. So I want to challenge loved ones that if an addict or an alcoholic says, "Listen, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing," that you can't be more honest. That's yeah. why we're having this conversation. Yeah. That's why my life is completely unmanageable because I don't know why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Exactly. Okay. And for the loved one, if you can't relate to alcoholism or drug addiction, tell them that. Listen, I can't relate to what you are struggling with, but let me tell you something I can do. Yeah. I can get you in front of people that can relate. Right. And I can tell you this. You are not a bad person. Exactly. You're not a bad person. You have a disease, and we're going to get you some help, and there is a solution. Yeah. And the solution is, is one alcoholic working with another, one drug addict working with another. Some are different. Some need treatment. Yeah. You know, treatment, we address the body, and we start preparing the mind, and we set the foundation for the spirit. So let's talk about that. Let's, that's a great leeway into Healing Springs. Okay. So we get them, at, real quick, let's talk about Healing Springs real quick, and let's walk the, uh, the listener and the viewer through treatment. So if a parent call is, you know, has reached out and found a, you know, there's a ton of treatment centers. Right. So families are going to be, once ones. they reach out, there is some really good ones. Once the family reaches out, um, what they're going to do is they're going to call certain places, find out. Obviously, cost is a huge thing right. for 90% of people. I'm not sure of the statistics. Don't quote me on that. But let's put all that aside. Let's walk right through the assembly line at Healing Springs. Healing Springs Ranch in Tioga, Texas. Okay? Right. I, I'm plugging them, okay, I, because I've, I've toured it, and they're incredible, all right? So I, take me through. I'm shaking and baking. Anika, I'm ready to go to treatment. What's mm -hmm. going to happen? So we are going to... Um, oh, hi, Zoe. We have a Zoe sighting. Zoe sighting. This is Zoe. 
This is a future uh, Dallas wing, a WNBA uh, superstar. Everybody say hello to Zoe. Zoe, you see yourself on TV real quick? Say you like hi. That? Zoe just <laughs> she stepped up and said, you know what? <laughs> I've, had it, I've had enough of sitting behind the scenes. I'm going to come over here and see what my mom's doing because all my mom does is talk. Yeah. So as far as when you go into – one thing that I'm so impressed by Healing Springs is that um, whenever – I went over, I went to um, treatment a couple years ago for my codependency, my trauma. Um, Healing Spring deal, definitely deals with the, the mind and the body of the, um, of the alcoholic as far as substance abuse. But they also, I mean, a lot of facilities are doing one day a week of, or one hour a week of therapy, one-on-one therapy. They actually get three one-on-one hours a week. So it's a lot of clinical services, a lot of dealing with... Um, the stuff that causes us to continue to drink, that that the things that those those uh, defects of character, those yeah. um, those things that are just sitting in us that we have pushed down and pushed down, it brings it up because they do a lot of energy work, they do a lot of experiential work, psychodrama, they do a lot of stuff that actually gets that, and it's very controversial um, in the recovery world about a lot of the trauma work. I believe in trauma work; it saved my life. It absolutely saved my wife, my, my, not my wife. I do not have a wife. It saved my life. Um, and it's a beautiful scenery. And I say this all the time. The scenery is great. All of that in several treatment centers, but what healing Springs has that is so phenomenal is the staff that works there. Like the authenticity from the business development, um, to the owner, to the clinical director, to the psychiatrist, like, they're all authentic. They all truly care. Honey, stop. They all truly care about what's going on with the clients. Um, and they know, they, they understand that in order to, um, you're in treatment. Get that stuff out. Let's deal with the clinical stuff while you're in there getting the work done. Like, I mean, it's the food. I mean, the, the aesthetic things are amazing. The, the physical things, the food, all of those things. But the work that the client is getting done while they're there is absolutely phenomenal. Incredible. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock with Anika Cooper and Zoe. Zoe, look in the what? camera real quick. See in the camera real quick? Say hi to everyone. What are you going to be when you grow up? Here, talk right here. What are you going to be when you grow up? Uh, you going to be a basketball player? Can you a say police? I, say I love him oh. too. Thank you. We'll be right back. <laughs> She's like, uh. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> Nika, we're in the fourth segment. What are we talking about now? What do, <laughs> I'm what do I do? prop you up like yeah, this. Just can... smile. Okay? Just show up. And you're Anika Don't Cooper. Don't say anything. Just remember, you're Anika Cooper. Okay, my name is Just... Anika. Okay, got it. <laughs> and the great Zoe's here. Great Carter Sea Dog. What's up, buddy? Hey. Everything good? <laughs> yeah, everything's great. Uh, all right. So, hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Moulton. I'm your host this evening. Is the sun ever going to go down? We've been on for almost an hour. <laughs> no. And the sun hey, is the in the same place. The sunlight spirit feels what's happening here. And when we're done, 
The sunlight of the spirit will wow. go down. That last commercial was the Big Texas Rally. The Big Texas Rally at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. It, oh, hit that share button. There you go. Yep. Do it again. Him. Hit that, that thing. Bam. There you go. But um, Globe Life Park in Arlington, <laughs> Texas uh, is going to be, uh, we will be September there. 20. You're going to be there? We are going to be so there. So guess what? M2 The Rock and Vita Loca from 97.9 The Beat are your MCs I love this that. year. So it's a, that thing's a big deal. I had no... So I planned the camping trip. This is a funny story. I planned the camping trip on the same weekend. And my staff, I went back to them like a week later. I'm like, do you realize that I planned it on the same weekend? As They were like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't y'all say anything to me? I guess they're scared of me, Michael. I need to work oh, on that. Yeah, but what is going on? I don't know. Don't be scared, Michelle and Katie. Well, and Let's wrap up. So Healing okay. Springs is an inpatient treatment center. Okay. Uh, they have detox? They have do not have detox. They don't have detox. No, they so do what's not the difference? Have, so the difference is that we connect them with um, a detox that's nearby, okay. different detoxes nearby. And, and we, what is a detox? A detox is where people go in um, and are able to either take, they need medical attention to, to come off of um, heroin, any um, opiates, you know, um, alcohol, the things that people cannot they cannot need medical detox. attention. Yeah. We got to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Okay. And they need to be they they need to get the fog removed, be in medical like medically stable in order to go in to and start working on the mind. You know, you got to get the physical to where it can actually go in there and the mind right, so it can go in there and hear and open up to what it is that needs to be to let the spirit. Yeah. To let the spirit work. Okay, so, so that you can even it talks about in a book that I have heard of that says that we have to get we have to have abstinence and get separation before we can work on the psychological part. Wow, you know yeah, that's, so, that's true. That's yeah. true. So we get to Healing Springs after detox. Uh, we go in there and it's let's just say it's a thirty day program. Uh, uh, we really we really want them doing forty five to sixty days. Forty five to sixty day program. Not a lot you can do. What's yeah. our curriculum? What are we going to work on? Are we? I mean, are we, we going to talk? I mean, is it twelve step? Is it faith based? I mean, how? What is? What's going on here? So uh, I mean, they're working on a lot of clinical. I mean, they incorporate thing. Um, they incorporate um, fellowship into that, and they have meetings brought in. Uh, but the main thing that they're working on while they're in this program is the clinical piece and getting um, the trauma. And, and they are working on, um, they're doing psychodrama, they're doing anger management, they're doing um, a lot of different things in order, a lot of therapy um, in order to really work on the causes and conditions. When you say clinical, what does that mean? Clinical means we've got, we're, work, we're talking to psychiatrists, we're talking to professionals, people okay. that have been trained to deal with people that have addiction and help them get through that part of their life. Yes, they're connecting them with outside um, support groups, and the support groups are coming into the facility because they understand that this is just a part of the process. The, but the community, the um, support groups are absolutely necessary when leaving, and right. we want to connect them with good support groups when they leave because this is just the beginning. So these, uh, like a girl that would be at Healing Springs would go from Healing Springs to, in, to a Simply Grace house. Um, I mean, it's not nice design, but that, that's the process. It could, they can, they are, they have a discharge planner who really works heavily with the community. She goes and sees the different houses. She refers to the, wherever is going to be the best fit for the client. She is going to send them there. She actually goes and tours the places. She speaks to them. She starts working them with them from the very beginning to make sure she is amazing at what she does. People in the community love her. They, she gets them to the place that they need to be that is going to be best beneficial for them long term. 
I've Period. toured. I've toured Healing Springs. Uh, went up there and, and listened to Elizabeth Smart speak. Yeah, that was a great deal. Elizabeth Smart and uh, Tony was, Hoffman. And Is Tony, it Tony Hoffman. I got there late. We, I was at a oh. concert, and then it was cool. Rachel got done, and I said, I really want to go up there and see these people speak. And and we made it, we, but we missed them. But I got to meet them. Yeah, I got to meet them and talk to them. But what a beautiful facility. Oh yeah, golf court. They got go- you can play some golf. You can. It uh, I mean, it's beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful. I've talked to some clients who have have stayed there, so it's highly recommended. And I get a lot of people that reach out to me and saying, "Hey, I got a friend. It's always a friend or a family member <laughs> that um, for treatment." Yeah. Um, I highly recommend uh, Healing Springs a Ranch in Tyago. We'll put the link here uh, in the comments. So, um, so what's next for um? You got. Are we going to do Recovery's Got Talent this year? Yes, I've already reached out to, so we need to set the date. Um, I've already reached out to the Majestic Theater. I have not heard back, but that's where I want to do it again. I want to do everything the same, but bigger. I can't we, wait. we got to start planning now, though, buddy. Can so I please gotta, be a part of that again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery's Got Talent. That was That's still talked about. One of the greatest events. It was amazing. Everybody comes up to us and talks about Recovery's Got Talent. Yeah. It, that thing I loved, was just I love that. awesome. I what I'd like it. to do this year is do Recovery's Got Talent. Once we sell it out, I want to set the thing up, Carter, where we go live. We do the whole show live on social media. Yeah, that would be I mean, amazing. We have the cameras and do a and and um, and so videographer out there that wants to donate uh, this to already. Let's get going. Let's get it signed up and go live and get you out there and you'll be. And live. if anybody wants to, well, we'll have to start promoting that. But anybody wants to um, audition, we need to get that started so that people can audition yep. and we have a great set up or yeah. a great lineup this year great lineup this year rachel will be opening again oh, wink yeah. wink that's right she whether she likes it or not yeah, right? wink 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 so we may do full i band. have some leverage here that's right i have some leverage here <laughs> so recovery's got talent and then grace the runway again always up. always so anika cooper incredible incredible uh servant servant of god uh servant for uh recovery uh here in the dallas texas area uh, simply Grace, uh, can people just reach out and, and contact you saying, hey, I um, want my daughter to come live in one of your homes? Well, we actually have, because we have gotten um, larger, I have an admissions um, specialist, Katie Tucker, shout out. She'll be watching it later. Um, but sh- we they call the number that's on the website, um, and then they start the process of, of getting in. Um, you know, because there's a lot of moving parts of which house do we is the best fit. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, we've got some good stuff going on. Um, I want to, there's so much that I want to do with a, my nonprofit. It's hard because it's a nonprofit and you can't always hire. I can't just, I don't have the backing to just go hire whatever staff I want right. to create the program. But my dream, obviously, like long term, is to go to other states and build this community. But to have case managers, because I want the women, I want to know their dreams after they've been sober for a while, they've gotten through the 12 steps. They're starting to, you know, come back to themselves. I want to know what their dreams and aspirations are, and I want to help take them step by step in order to empower them to fulfill that purpose because there is nothing like someone who knows who they are and what they're supposed to do. It's the most powerful thing, and we want to be that conduit, and that takes staff. So there's so much, but that's what I love about this. It's constantly, God has constantly given me different visions, different ideas, um, and learning how to just be, you know, sit back and wait. It is a struggle sometimes. Why do you do this, Nika Cooper? Why, I mean, why do you do this? Because, man, I struggled so much, Michael. Even in sobriety, I struggled and I struggled and I struggled. 
Um, and there were so many people. I would not be where I am today had it not been for those people in the fellowship, the people, just random acts of kindness of people saying, here, I'll help you get here. Here, I'll hang out with you for an hour or two. Here, I'll connect you with this person to connect you with this person. And that's what I feel like God has given me a gift to do is to be able to encourage people to become all that they can be. Um, and I just love, I love um, seeing people transform mm. and become everything that they were created to be and not sit in that darkness in the sight. I, I know darkness like people may never understand I know darkness. Even today some days, yeah. I know darkness. Um, it doesn't, we don't get, um, you know, exempt from darkness because we have a business or because we are on a radio show or because we have, you know, whatever we might have. Or because we stopped drinking and doing drugs. God, no. Yeah. That's when it started because that's how I knew I was a real alcoholic is, or a real addict is when I stopped using and my problems got worse until I found a spiritual solution. Mm. You know, if I got if I stopped drinking and every and I didn't do do any work and and I just got better without any spiritual solution, I might not, you know, have had a problem. Right. But I got worse and my behaviors got worse because my the alcohol was a uh, I mean, the drugs and alcohol was a solution for me. It was not the problem. Let me ask so, you this. Let yes. me ask you this. I'm jumping. So for the women in Simply Grace. OK. okay and we talk about this a lot on the show and, and it's suggested that men work with men and women work with women. Mm -hmm. uh, especially in early recovery. Okay. Why do y'all make, why, why are you so adamant about women working with women in early recovery? Why is that? Why That's is that, a good question. We don't so even important? allow um, men or significant others, because that might be a female, at our homes. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because of safety. Um, I feel like a lot of issues, um, and it doesn't say this anywhere that it has to be like sponsors have to be sponsored by, but I feel like in, if I'm going to work with um, somebody on some really deep stuff that I have, then it's best that if I do it with someone who I feel comfortable with. And can relate. And can relate. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's all kinds of situations out there. Um, but I believe that um, for us, Whenever I lived in sober living at the time, they ha they allowed men over. They allowed men to spend the night. And so I knew immediately when I opened or when I started opening Simply Grace that there were not going to be men allowed. And it's not because I'm pro, like, against being in a relationship or against men. It was that the other women that might not have a boyfriend, they're just coming out of treatment. I used to dress really, like, a provocative. Like, I was showing it all because I needed attention. Right. I needed Something outside of me to validate me. Right. And if I'm at home with my boyfriend and seven women come home in their little skimpy outfit, there's fighting going on. Right. The safety, someone might have issues with sexual abuse and they're, you know, feeling unsafe that this guy is here because he's looking at her. You know, there's so many different. And I just wanted it to be a safe haven. Right. And also, let's get through the 12 steps and, and let's let's learn how to trust a God. Yeah. Let's clean house and get to know ourselves. Yeah. Okay. And then let's learn how to help others so I know who I am. Because right now, before I work the steps, I got nothing to offer, Anika. Right. Except a bunch of resentments. Right. Okay. And then you get a, you get a sick alcoholic and drug addict that hasn't worked the steps, and another one together. All we're doing is co-signing on each other's resentments, and then we spiral out of control. Yeah. Again. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. I hear the saying all the time: "Don't get in a relationship." I was absolutely in a relationship for the first year, mm -hmm. but I like I tell the women in our houses, it's like, 
they'll come to me with some sexual behavior that they've acted out on. A few years back, somebody told me, and I was like, are you working the steps? Are you talking to a sponsor? Are you being honest with them? Okay, it will pat Like, those behaviors, when I start clearing out that baggage, I start getting, the, you know, working, doing my inventory, seeing this stuff, doing the, the, um, the uh, amends, and then I start seeking God further, and I start helping others, I no longer want to do those behaviors. I no longer want, it's, it's no longer comfortable to act right. like that. Well, see, it's an opportunity. Now we get to look at the behaviors in recovery, and we go, okay, let's look at this. Why did I do this? Right. Why did I do this? And then yeah. we learn from it, and guess what happens? Oh, okay. And then our faith gets stronger in God, okay? Right. So, and then we get to repent. And when yeah. we repent, okay, we are giving God permission to show us grace. Right. And if people hadn't loved me, Michael, through all of my stuff, I would not be here today. Mm. Love people no matter what, everyone. Judgment is not needed. Um, you know, take care of yourself, obviously, but... Man, I had to. I I am so grateful for the people that loved me no matter what. I don't tell these girls you can't date, you can't do this, you can't do that. Work the steps, and I promise you things will change. Everything will fall in place. Everything will fall in place. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock, and Nico Cooper, thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. And for we are this is family. We're family off the show too. So it's uh, it's. Let me say this: if anybody is listening to this, um, and has it in their heart or feels it in their heart. I, I watch Michael behind the scenes. I know what Michael goes through behind the scenes. If you feel it in your heart to help him at all, this, this is not free what he does. Mm. He has to pay for things. He has to, like, be able to live. And everybody wants to draw from him because he's got so much to offer. But he's re- he really won't ask for money. So I'm asking if you have it in your heart or you know somebody or you know somebody that knows somebody that wants to market their business or market something reach out to uh, Cynthia or himself and start to talk about sponsorship opportunities because there's, you have a gift. No, oh, thank you. You know, you have a gift and people want that gift, but they, but, and there's a lot of opportunity to get help. So I ask if you feel, feel it in your heart or if you want to be promoted at all, trust me, he's going places. He really is. So I love you. I, I love, love you. you. Thank Keep you doing. so Keep much. Keep doing what you're doing, Thank buddy. Thank you so much. I yeah. got three words. I got eight letters. And Zoe, it's got one meaning. I love you. Tomorrow night, Terry Bentley Hill in studio. Anika Cooper, Simply Grace, and Healing Springs Ranch. And Zoe, and get up Zoe here, Zoe. Claire, get back get up, up here, Zoe. Girl. Say goodbye to everyone. Oh, did you draw this? You drew a Look picture. At Look at that. All right. Oh, so my goodness. Hashtag Zoe, uh, future WNBA star. Yes. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. For donations or to advertise on Into the Rock, visit m2therock.com.